forever. Dog. Two's company, but three can be murder. This week on the podcast, R.L. Stein's Double Date. And welcome to another episode of Teen Creeps, the show where we talk about YA pulp fiction from the 80s and 90s. I am one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent, and I am joined today by a very special superhero co-host. Um, you uh, you may know her. Well, first of all, you're going to be shocked because this is not Sweet Valley High. So you're like, what the freaky hey is going on? Um, <laughs> but you may know her from Same Day Shipping podcaster. Ryan Mogi is here. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. Even if we're not going to be talking about Oh, twins. That's twins. why you've That's twins. why you invited me. <laughs> twins. Um yeah, we are talking about Double Date by RL Stein. There are twins involved and they're girl twins. They're lady twins, which is something you're familiar with from Sweet Valley High, Ryan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Mm-hmm. Well, as we were talking about, I literally <laughs> just flushed my glasses down the toilet and there were men here who were removing my toilet, doing things to it outside. One guy put it in his car, brought it back in. He was like, well, I scratched the bottom of your toilet. And I was like, you think I give a shit about you scratching the bottom, <laughs> the of, my bottom of my toilet? Yeah. You can do yeah. anything you want to the bottom yeah. of my I'm toilet. Like, Have a ball, man. Do what you <laughs> must to the bottom of this toilet. Um, so yeah, he uh uh really went to town, him and his friend really went to town on my toilet, mm-hmm. put it back, cocked it all up. Well, got the glasses out. Got the most importantly, got the glasses out. They are destroyed. Um, R.I.P rip to those glasses but you gave me a good idea to sterilize them and then just get new frames because the lenses are okay yeah you're saving me like four hundred dollars thank you of course i I, you would have you would have thought of it Mm, maybe once the garbage truck took it away and then what (laughs) i'm gonna have to call ladwp be like hey let me dig through your trash would (sighs) you for how much money would you need to be saving to go to the dump and right dig now, through $25. You don't know how bleak it is, man. $275 for them to take my toilet out and reseal it. Put it back in. Wait, you have to pay for that? Well, it's my fault, Ryan. Should You're I just lie? Rental. Should I tell my landlord? I think I don't know what the rules are because I've never done this. But When this- it's you who caused... <laughs> He who flushes the glasses <laughs> must pay. I guess, yeah, maybe that isn't your renter. Your well, here, well, we can try it. And fault. I guarantee you that my landlord doesn't listen to this. So what if I just bleeped out this entire conversation? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a long bleep. Hmm. Yeah, I guess it's hard to get to- gl- toilet glasses to be normal wear and tear. Well, they don't know what I was doing, right? So well, I could. It's gonna be on the paperwork. Are they gonna say glasses? They sent me the invoice. I'll look at it because yeah. I already paid. So you I just got for a, a huge a clog in a spectacle shape. <laughs> spectacle shaped clog. I could just be like, damn, I don't know how long those glasses were in there. It must be before I came, and I've been here for like ten years. I'm like, hmm. my pee's just been rolling right past it. I don't know. <laughs> And I only take liquid shit, so 
<laughs> I've been finally healed and now I know. <laughs> mm. Well, so that's where I am. How are you? You're fine? I'm good. I, I mean, compared to your day, my day is good. <laughs> I did get an emergency text this afternoon. <laughs> from me. <laughs> from you that I had to read a book. Yeah. Um. So I did a scheduling boo-boo. I did an error. And okay. I, you know what? You were the first person I texted, uh-huh. both because I love you very much. Thank you. Secondly, love because you, you are the fastest reader I know. And oh. I was like, Rye Girl could get this shit done. And she did. And I, she did. <laughs> I mean, I sat right down. You sat right down and you, you read this book. To <laughs> whose credit? Would it be yours or R.L. Stein's? It's a short book. It's a short book and it's written... I have. I don't think. I know we've done Fear Streets before, mm. but this seems like the most <laughs> goosebumpy Fear Street that we've read. This was the dumbest shit we've. This is so dumb. <laughs> like I feel like usually, like remember we read Fear Street Saga. Yeah, that was and, tight. Like that was, that like, was ooh. tight. Like yeah. this is not that. Like Arl Stein was not yeah. in his bag in this moment. No, I. It okay. Let me just read the back of the book because, like, yes, okay. I don't know if it helps or hurts him. <laughs> okay, no girl in her right mind would say no to a date with Bobby Newkirk, not with those great looks, that easy charm, and the awesome way he plays the guitar. <laughs> of course, some people think he's just a bit conceited, but when it comes to breaking hearts, that hasn't slowed Bobby down one bit, at least not till the beautiful Wade twins move to Shady Side, and Bobby brags to his friends that they'll both fall for him. So that's that. Oh, that's like... Here's the thing. I didn't read the back of the book. I just dove right in. Yeah. Because I thought it would be fun to get the yeah, twist. Yeah, I like to do that as well. To be like clean. But that doesn't foreshadow any of the twists. No. That sounds like the plot of Sweet Valley High. Yeah. Or like, There's no fear. There's no fear in the street. But he, he experiences scary things. They do happen. Yeah. Really messed up. I mean, we'll get into well, it. But okay. Like some- okay. You know what I just remembered? Okay. So here's What's the other that? thing. Both of our challenges are going to be that you read this book extremely quickly. Yeah, I read it really quickly. And I read it 1,000 years ago. So we <laughs> we are going to have to work together to like remember what happened in this book. But I just remembered that he like has monkeys. He has monkeys, yes. <laughs> His uncle ha- is an animal person. And yeah. so he's doing an experiment to feed monkeys different things. But he doesn't take the monkeys home on the weekend. He makes his teacher <laughs> take the monkeys home on the weekends. Can you imagine being a science teacher and you're like, this is what I signed up for a normal science class. Yep. And then you have this like fucked up Gavorkian guy who's like, I'm going to or who's the doctor that does experiments on people? Like the Nazi one? (laughs) Is that what we're talking about? Mengele. Yeah, Mengele. This like Mangala ass guy who's like, I'm doing like experiments on living creatures. And then also, by the way, like you have to watch them on weekends. That's crazy. <laughs> they don't. Pay, I mean, in, in Shady Side, they do not pay their teachers enough for that. No, no. That bitch is living on Fear Street, first of all, which is yeah, like the shittiest course. part of Shady Side. Yeah. And then on top of that, you have to he has to take them home. <laughs> two. Not even <laughs> one monkey. Two monkeys. Two monkeys. Yeah, I thought the monkeys were going to pay off, yeah. but it was a trick. It was. Because they told us about the monkeys, and then they were like, oh, there's also carnivorous, carnivorous ants. Don't worry about it. And then yeah. there's also they cannibal ants. distracted us from the carnivorous ants. 
they were just trying to, that was, I think, the most technical skill that R.L. Stein employed in this book. Yeah. Is that he he slipped in the ants because you weren't yeah. paying attention to that because you're thinking about the monkeys. Yeah. Well, I was like, yeah, well, I kind of, hmm, I didn't think that the ants were going to pay off in any way. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was weird that she like got really distant when she was like looking at the ants and she's like, yes, they, what are they? Cannibal ants. They keep calling Cannibal them. ants. And I'm right, like, right. they're not cannibals. They eat humans. <laughs> humans are not ants. <laughs> what are we doing? Okay. But okay, 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 okay. Let's let's try to work together. Yes, to piece, piece this the, thing together. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got to start with the center of the world, Mister Bobby. <laughs> Mr. Bobby the man. <laughs> Bobby the man, and he's got his little like simps that follow him around. Yes, Arnie and Arnie, and then Paul is not a simp. Paul wants to be in a different book. <laughs> Paul <laughs> is like, I play the keyboard and I oh, care yeah. a lot about my music. And and Bobby upstages me all the time. Yeah, no, Paul is in like a thoughtful. Paul is an ordinary people. (laughs) Paul is an ordinary people, and (laughs) and then none of these people are in a Fear Street book. I'm gonna say, well, Bobby is in a Goosebumps book. Yes, that's true. Bobby's in a Goosebumps book. I guess maybe the the girls. The girls are in a Fear Street book. But even yeah, I mean. The, the end, the, I was upset. Yeah. I it It's Fear Street, so kind of, this is what happens, right? Half the time, there's something actually crazy happening, and then yeah. half the time, it's... it's It was all this. It was all a, dr- tr- a joke. Yeah. But it's... A dream slash, trick or joke, really. The things they do to him are pretty <laughs> messed up. Okay. Like, the, especially the cannibal ants thing. Like, that is really bad. The amps, the... They electrocute oh, yeah. him. <laughs> they, I forgot they electrocute him. <laughs> they could have killed him. Yeah, they do electrocute him. And he like, he, like so much so that he gets knocked out and comes to mm-hmm. in the hospital. Or is he just there? He's just there, but he oh, lost consciousness. And then they do like psychological warfare on him, correct? With yes. the monkeys. Well, with the twins. Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They, 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 Okay, hold on, hold on. We we haven't okay. even got to do. Okay, so there's Bobby the man. Yeah, and Bobby the sims. man. And Bobby, he dates literally every single cheerleader. Mm-hmm. All six of them, which that seemed like a very small <laughs> number. But I guess it's Fear Street, so maybe they've gotten murdered or something. Yeah, but like when he was like, I've dated all of the cheerleaders, I was like, oh, okay, high body count. And then he's like, and there were six. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Barely enough for a starting basketball team. Okay. <laughs> it's like not enough people. Okay. So he's six cheerleaders. And yes. two, one of them, he had her waiting by the phone because she thought he had a date and he just decided to go on a date with another one. I know. He's really bad. And he's very cocky about this. He he's has a lot of attitude. He's a lady killer. So he thinks. So he thinks. But it, but it, no one's I mean, I guess convinced in- him. And I don't know if you remember how this book starts. Starts. <laughs> He's pressing Wait. a girl against a locker, oh, and she's yeah. like, "No, stay away, get away from me, stop yeah. it." Yeah. And then he forces a kiss on her, and then she returns the returns the kiss. <laughs> so <laughs> then I was like, "Okay, maybe there's some kind of like play here, like they're doing a fun and little then thing." She's like, "No, again." I know. I was like, Bobby, HR called. <laughs> yeah, Bobby <laughs> is not going to be welcome in the corporate environment. 
I mean, I guess he'll succeed. Oh, he'll and, succeed until what? 2017 when Me Too happens. When Me Too happens. And then he's, you know, for hashtag Bobby Newkirk is over party. Yeah, for like six months and then he'll be back headlining Madison Square Garden. Yeah, and then he'll be fine. He'll, he'll be, be fine. fine. Um, But he, okay, so he's like, he assaults a young woman at the very yes. beginning. Then he like sees this other girl that he definitely blew off and is like, mm, I don't want to deal with her. Like, he's just very like... <laughs> Yeah, I just didn't feel like it. And he's like always like showing off about what a shitty guy he is to his simps. And they're all like, oh, man. Well, Paul's like, I'm concentrating on keyboard. <laughs> but I <laughs> care about keyboard. But the other ones, Arnie and company are all yeah. like and they all talk about which is so gross. Can I get your leftovers? Ew, I know. It is. I think it's one of the grossest That's things so gross. a person can do. Well, and also you don't like leftovers. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna compare me to the grossest kind of food. I know. Leftover See, it's the funny food. thing. I love leftovers, so I'm like, Hachi Mati, call me leftovers. <laughs> but no, no leftovers. I know, I know. You hate leftovers. I would never call someone leftovers. Thank you. That's good to. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. I have some standards. Did I just stick my hand down a toilet to try and get my glasses? <laughs> yes, but I'm not gonna call someone le leftovers. Or honestly, if you called someone leftovers to be mean to them, I think then you're being successful. Well, yeah, if you want it's to the, be mean. It's the casual like. Yeah. Can I get well, your he's, cast off when you're done yeah, with them? He's because they're not even treating these people like people. They're, they're yes. just like. And, and then Arnie does is, in fact, dating mm -hmm. someone that he used to date named Melanie. Yes. And Melanie is honestly i don't know why she's fucking dating arnie i mean it's high school it's high school he's nice to her yeah it must be such a pain in the ass though to like hang out with arnie when he's around his shitty friend that like was mean to you yes well broke your heart they did it for four months the longest he's ever dated anybody and the way he talks about her i know he's like she's like not even that pretty anyway blah blah, blah. but you can tell She's like the one who got away to him. A hundred percent. Like he keeps he's calling obsessed. her chunky too. I know. I know. He's like, she looks chubby in that skirt. And I'm like, maybe she likes how she looks. Stupid. Stupid. And she wouldn't take you back. No, she doesn't want him at all. She's over it. Yeah. Well, not really. Well, she's not over it. She doesn't she's want him, but she doesn't <laughs> she want to doesn't hurt want him. him. Yes. <laughs> um, so then he's like uh practicing in the, the music room and oh, the right. two the twins come in because they want to join chorus and twins and twins brie and samantha <laughs> which i gotta get i love when twins have very different names that have nothing to do with each other yeah because then it's just easy brie and samantha who would put those two together uh uh chair and i was gonna say table but those go together <laughs> chair and tv chair and tv perfect <laughs> would you rather be named chair <laughs> or tv Stand and water bottle are we just naming things in the room <laughs> yeah um bowl of brussels sprouts and bluetooth speaker <laughs> <laughs> so okay he's practicing he's showboating he's doing all this stuff in yes. the music room the twins show up brie and samantha and he's just like, hey, ladies. And they're I like, know. Hee, 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 hee. 
And they leave. And they leave. And he's like, Hachi, Machi, I'm going to date those twins. And Arnie's like, what? Both of them? Impossible. And then Paul's like, guys, I need quiet. (laughs) I want to play keyboard. (laughs) That's what matters. He's just like passive aggressively doing scales on on the keyboard. (laughs) And he's like, messed up again. It's almost like someone's being really distracting in the room. Um, And uh, what's his name? Paul? The main character? Paul's keyboard. Oh, no. Bobby. Bobby. But Bobby's like, yeah, I am. And he walks right out there. And he meets one of the twins, and it's Brie. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Brie, we should date. And she's very shy and sweet. Mm-hmm. But she's charmed. So she, she says yes. I know. And he's like, great. And then he goes home, and he calls her house, and Samantha picks up. I have a question for you. Do you mm-hmm. think that they did the plan after he asked out the twins? or I think Melanie heard about it from Arnie that he wanted to date the twins that he was going to date the twins both in one weekend and Melanie knows the twins really well she's yeah, she family does. friends so I think that Stephanie Brie told I think in reality Brie told Samantha like that night that she got asked out mm-hmm. Melanie that night heard from Arnie that Bobby was working this twins thing <laughs> So by the time yeah. Samantha and Bobby went on their date, spoiler alert, to the mall the next yeah. day, it was already in motion. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But I had to put that together. Arl Stein didn't do a denouement where no. someone <laughs> confessed all of their no. all of the plot. He, he likes to do a thing, and especially in this book, where it's like, isn't that kind of fun and mysterious? But really, it's like, I don't want to write out how they did this. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The other thing he does, which is along the same lines, Mm. and I don't know if it was because I read it on Kindle. Mm -hmm. So maybe in a book there would be like dot, dot, dots or something. Sure. Or a page break notation or a section break notation. You jump from the literal one one place and the next line with just a paragraph break is (laughs) 20 minutes later in another location with different (laughs) characters. No, he does. It's like a dream. It's like a dream when you like go. You're like, I'm at the beach. No, I'm in my childhood bedroom. Yeah, like you just jump and yeah, and then you have to take a second to figure out where you are. So I read it on Open Library, which is a scan of a book. So I essentially read the book. Right. It is that way. That it's like I had to reread it because I was like, wait, what? Where? Who? Because I'd be like, when did this person get there? And it's like, oh, this is later. 
Yeah, it jumped time. Yeah, it just would jump time, location, yep. and characters. Mm-hmm. Which actually was kind of in- made it interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mind it really. I'm kind of complaining about it, but I didn't mind it. It was kind of fun. <laughs> I thought it was okay. <laughs> it was alright. It was like a dream. Yeah, it was like a dream. Otherwise, um, there would be chat. There would be so many chapters. Boring so. fucking chapters too. Right. Well, I guess if you did a break, yeah. I mean, I feel like there's that like beginner's writer, beginner writer's problem where they're like, I have to say like exactly where they are and how they got everywhere all the time. That's true. That's too much. That's too much. He's like, let's cut it all out. Let's trim the fat. Let's get it all out. You know what it kind of feels like? Maybe he sat down to write like 500 words a day Mm -hmm. and then he would just finish a scene and then he would just be like, okay, new scene, just start over, fresh day. (laughs) And then I'll figure out how they got there as yeah, I yeah. go. Yeah. But then did not edit. No. Oh, I don't think these are edited. Oh, he doesn't edit. He said he doesn't like yeah, to. I, I think that we see that. We do see that. Um. So then Bobby goes on his first date with Brie at the mm-hmm. mall. No, Brie is. Oh, oh no. Brie's the movie. Brie, Brie, no, Brie comes later. They go dancing. But at first they go his big show. That's right. Oh, and he's showboating so much. He's showboating so much. And then, but she's very shy and she doesn't like to yell. So then they dance and he's like, she's not very comfortable with her body. So I I don't like dancing with her. Oh, right. And that's when he sees Melanie and Melanie's like, you need to, she's like really cold to him, but then friendly to Melanie. And he's like, wow, she's jealous. And it's like, no, she just doesn't like you. Yeah. She just really has a problem with. Yeah. And Uh, then, yeah, he, then he, right. Then they leave. And they go for a drive for a little bit and then they make out and Brie is a wildcat. Yeah, she likes to make out. She likes to make out hard. And he was like, oh my God, she wants me. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. And then he's like, well, I got... Oh, and he also instructs uh, Samantha mm-hmm. that like we can't tell Brie and Samantha's like, that's right, because it would really break her heart because she's like very delicate. And he's like, okay. So then they go to the mall. Yes. And Samantha's like cool, but like a little bit too much of a thrill seeker. She's so much. And she's so funny and making jokes all the time. Mm-hmm. And she makes him steal a bracelet for her. Well, she steals earrings. Oh, right. She steals earrings he, first. He accidentally steals earrings. That's right. Because he just happens to have them in his hand. That's right. But she does the gross thing, the very gross thing of puts on yeah. the earrings at the store. I know that's really gross. In her little ear holes. You can't try on earrings. No, no, that's really gross. It's so gross. I feel like there are things that people used to do that we now, and and I don't know if it's a youth thing or if Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, we're post-pandemic, but like I very hilariously played beer pong. And I think I've spoken to you about this privately. (laughs) Privately. (laughs) Uh, We have off mic conversations. Yes. We had a little um, A to B convo. (laughs) And um, it was that I played beer pong at this person's home. Mm -hmm. It was a Swedish person. You're making it sound like it was a famous person home. You're making it sound like you went to Tom Cruise's house. I went to Tom Cruise's house. (laughs) I went to George Clooney's house and played beer pong. No, 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 no. (laughs) It was just a friend uh, who uh, is a Swedish guy and he like didn't grow up playing beer pong and always saw it on Mm -hmm. TV and was like, I'd love to play it um, for like my birthday in my 30s. 
and it was very cute and we played it but we did it the hygienic way where it's like you put the water in the cups and you have mm-hmm. your own drink that you drink right no pong touches cups that are c- touching your mouth that touch your mouth but in no college and i know in college i played it the gross way yeah we all did you did too yeah that was how you played it and like you thought it was like okay to like take like you're like oh it cleans the ball to just like put it, it in the water and then like shake it off and now we're okay and it's like but that water's sick yeah and it's not doing anything no it's not in anti it's not antibacterial no and like that was always in someone's house with like dark green carpet that's covering god knows what yeah that carpet is not clean but like nowadays people don't i I feel like the youth doesn't do that do you know about borgs what is borg like like the (laughs) i learned about this on tiktok okay it's a college student thing okay it's not the borg okay (laughs) i think it stands for like bottle of oh it's in the jug right Yes. So it's a gallon, use a gallon jug. Mm-hmm. You put water in it. You put your liquor in it. You put some Mio in it. You put some liquid IV in it. Uh huh. And then you carry that around for your day drinking. So you're not, or, or your night drinking, I guess. You're drinking. Mm-hmm. So you're not drinking out of like jungle juice. Yeah, like random. Shared drinks right. that other people make. You keep your own, your own gallon of liquid death. <laughs> Damn. Wait, do people really smart? It is really smart. Do people do kegs still? I feel like that's a little different because it goes in your own cup. Kegs are different because it goes in your own cup, but even that is open. It is open. So, you know, worrying about anyone slipping something into it. Is a keg open? Well, your cup is open. Ah, your Your cup. cup And so the the jug would have a little lid? Yeah, it has like a little lid. So you carry it, you know, it's like a gallon jug. Oh, wow. That's so innovative. Like, it looks like a milk gallon, but I, I assume they don't use milk. That would be gross. Ugh. I'm trying God. to say they're smart. Yeah. No, that's great. Um, Borg? Borg. I can't remember what it... I feel like the R might stand for rage, but I don't really know. <laughs> I just know it's Borg. Bottle of rage. Gallon? Gallon. <laughs> Bring out rage. <laughs> great. <laughs> great. Um, wow. But okay, but I think like maybe people back then would try on earrings like that. Maybe. I just I don't know. I went to the farmers or the flea market, which we yeah. should do sometime because it's right by our houses. Wait, um, the the one that you and I walked by? Yeah, the one. Oh my god, how was it? It was fun. I got a plant, it's very cute. Cute. Um, and my mom got some earrings and it was so smart. So they were like all the mirror earrings were set up. And then they were numbered. And so the woman had clean ones that no one touched in a little package that wow. she sold you. So you'd like pick, you know, you'd go through like on the spinning rack, mm-hmm. pick out the ones you like. But then you got ones that nobody had touched. That's great. Yeah. I was like, that's really smart. That's really smart. Wow. Otherwise, people's grimy little paws are all over them. I know. Ugh. And it's going in your ear hole. Sick. I mean, you can clean it, but. Yeah. But most people don't have the time. Now, I don't usually clean jewelry before I put it on. Me neither. So she sticks the earrings in her ears, Mm -hmm. runs off, and then he's like, wait. And he's like, oh, my gosh, she's so wild. She's so free. She's so, what a hellcat. Oh, my God. And they get chased, too. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then a security guard finds them. Fake out. The security guard's just like, don't run. 
don't run. And they're like, okay. And then, and then they go for a drive. They go driving, and she's she a, wants to drive. She wants to drive, and she wants to drive fast. Yeah, and really wild. scary. And it's his dad's car. Mm-hmm. Is this when she crashes it? Wait, crashes it? Doesn't she crash the car? I'm thinking of a different book. Sorry, there are okay. many of these books in which a scary girl drives the guy's car, and he's like, wait, and then she crashes it. No, I'm thinking she of a book we already it. covered. She's just wild. and But she does drive it up to Lover's Lane. Mm-hmm. So and then she's they make out. Very aggressive and she makes out on him. And he's like, mm-hmm. wow, I got these two twins in the palm of my hand. Yep. And then he tells every... Then he goes to school. Okay, but he's still keeping it a secret from Bree. But he goes to school and tells everyone. Idiot. I don't know... Brie goes to your school. Yeah. I don't know how you think you're keeping it from her. And she's friends with the people you're telling. Yeah. I, so maybe that's when it becomes clear to everybody. Monday at school. Well, also, I think we know because of the end mm-hmm. that both the twins always knew the whole time. Yeah. So maybe it was like both the n- twins knew he they maybe told Melanie, Melanie maybe or maybe. Yeah. You know. So, um, but they're back at school. Mm-hmm. Um, is this when they go to the science room? I think that's maybe later. Okay, because then he goes on dates with them again, right? He goes on dates with them again. Yeah, and he goes. Well, this time he goes to the mall, and they run with Samantha, and they run into Bree. Mm-hmm. And he has to pretend like he just saw Samantha that they didn't come together. That's right. And they leave. And when he goes out to his car, all four tires are slashed. And then he hears a voice that says, oh, my God, what happened to your car? And he's like, Melanie, I know you did this. It's like, come on, Bobby, don't be an idiot. She did it. She wasn't the one who did it. Did did she? Who do you think did it? I thought one of the twins did it. I mean, I guess she sort of did it because she is part of the plan. Yeah. I mean, if we're honest about this group of people. Who's going to do that? Most likely Samantha. Because she's the funnest. She's the funnest. And the wildest. She mm-hmm. she does shoplifting. I know. And more. And more. So which twin was it when she was having the butterfly? I think the first time I think it was Samantha. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was always Samantha. I think so. Because she was like still kind of wild. Yeah. I think Samantha got really into her role. Well, because then. So then she's like. Uh, she. Oh, then she's like, th- "This is gonna be really bad because now we've like run into her, run into uh Bree at the mall, and she's gonna know. And like, you need to break up with her. Be only with me because it's really like she's things get really dark when she's upset. And also prior to that, Melanie was like, "You shouldn't date them. Like, I know things about them you don't. You really should. Fragile. Mm-hmm. She kept being like they're fragile. Mm-hmm. And he's like, shut up." Shut up, I'm the man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go to the science room and we yes. find out about the monkeys. And we <laughs> also see some ants, cannibal ants. Don't worry, ignore the ants for right now, but remember the ants. Because we're so distracted by the monkeys that this boy, I just was like, I felt very betrayed knowing that like we had known about him for that long and not known that he had monkeys he was doing experiments on. And do you remember their names? No. Wayne and Garth. No, really? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm feeding Wayne only bananas and water. Garth is getting a mixed diet. So he's essentially starving <laughs> one of these monkeys. 
giving him and also only mixed bananas what? and water. Oh, maybe he's mixing up the bananas and water. <laughs> I mean, he is that dumb that he would think that that's an experiment. He would. Where he'd be like, bananas and water, and then this one gets bananas and water. <laughs> <laughs> A mixed diet? Like, what could he mean? I mean, I assume he means like other foods. Like, like hot dogs? Yeah, like hot dogs. <laughs> I'm feeding this one bananas and water, and I'm feeding this one hot dogs and hamburgers. <laughs> it's an American monkey. Yeah. Um, but he like shows her the monkeys, and he's like, these are my monkeys. And she's like, she says something very cryptic. I don't remember, but she like is very cryptic about like, oh, she's like, they, the ants are vicious. And she just kind of stares off into space. And he's like, so anyway, my monkey is what I was talking about. And he like, Goes on about his monkeys. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, and then she's like, by the way, wait, right? This is when she talks about, she, sh- she does shows, she, ha- him, she shows him her tattoo. That's right. She's like, this is how you can tell between me and Brie. And she shows him the tattoo and she's like, I'm Samantha and I have a tattoo. And it's a little butterfly tattoo on her shoulder. And then he's like, okay, now I can tell the part. Dope. <laughs> but Brie keeps showing up and making out with him. Yeah. So he doesn't know yeah. what to do. And then, so then um, he, oh, and then he like talks to Samantha at one point and Samantha doesn't have the butterfly tattoo. And she's like, what are you talking about? I would never have a tattoo. Like my parents would kill me. And he's like, what is going on? Then she says, by the way, we should kill Brie. (laughs) And, oh, also he had a concert in front of, we had another one of those dreamlike sequences where we just oh, jump right. to a concert and he's doing a concert for the whole school and his amp has been, or his guitar got messed up. So he gets electrocuted and he loses I know, consciousness. And he gets knocked out. Yeah. And then he comes to and everyone's like, wow, that was wild. And Paul's kind of like in his head, I bet, like, I wish you died. Yeah. I think maybe, maybe Paul actually did that one. I think maybe Paul got one in under the wire. You know, like he was like, oh, I sense that there's like a lot of chaos around Bobby right now. I think this would be a good time for me to do my secret plan. <laughs> Get rid of him. Um. So then mm-hmm. Samantha's like, we got to kill Brie. And he's and like, like, whoa. Yeah, he's like, this is a bit much. She's too wild. Too wild for me. And I got to warn Brie. So mm-hmm. he does warn Brie. And guess what she tells him? We're not She's twins. Like, we're not twins. <laughs> we're trips. We're triplets. And he's like, what? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, our evil triplet. She's unstable. She attacks people. Her we had name? to send her to a different school. What was her name? Jenilyn. <laughs> <laughs> That's also as bad as like Jessamine or something. <laughs> Jenilyn. Brie. Samantha. And Jenilyn. Jenilyn. <laughs> so she's like, Jenilyn is evil and she has a butterfly tattoo. And he's like, oh my God, that's who I was talking to this whole time? Crazy. And so he's like, I have to go. And then he somehow, we get another dream sequence. He's like all of a sudden hanging out with Samantha or yeah, Samantha again. And she's like, let's go for a drive. And he's like, okay. And then he notices she has the tattoo and he's like, uh-oh. And they go to a remote cabin Mm -hmm. and she's like, here, this is my family's cabin. It's very, very remote, very, very far away. Does she take him there and then he escapes or they leave or because does he go go twice twice. or just once? They go once and and that's when she's like really like we should 
bring Brie we should here kill and her. Murder her. Yeah. Okay. We'll murder That's Brie right. and bring her to the cabin, and then no one right. will find her. For- right. 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 Okay. Um, and oh, then, and then at this point, he also confronts Melanie. He's like, Melanie, you know these girls. You've known them a right. long time. How come you didn't tell me there was a triplet? Yeah. And she's like, I can't say. Yeah. She's like, I'm not supposed to tell. I can't say. And he's like, Oh my god, it's all true. So then. He ends up, and then he ends up going to this cabin. Oh, wait. Then he confronts Samantha and is oh, like, right. I heard about Jenilyn. And she's like, oh, Jenilyn's yeah. not real. Bree sometimes, Bree starts talking about Jenilyn when she's about to lose her mind. Yeah. And Bree gets violent. And as Jenilyn, she's done really bad things. So, like, we need to take care of her. And he's like, I don't know what to believe anymore, but I do know I'm in trouble. And but then he still doesn't see the tattoo on her. And he's like, where is the tattoo? And she's like, I don't know what you're fucking talking about. I don't have a tattoo. I would never get a tattoo. My parents would kill me. And then he's like, okay, I'm very confused. However, I will go to this cabin. Or no, then, 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 then um, one of the triplets slash twins comes up to him and is like, are you ready for the plan? And he's like, I really don't know what we're doing. And he sees the tattoo on her and he's like, oh, my God. OK, so maybe this is Jenilyn, like the real Jenilyn. And she's like, I'm going to take you to a special place. And then she takes him to the cabin mm-hmm. and she ties him up. Correct. Yeah. She knocks him out. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what she uses to knock him out. But she knocks him out. He up. doesn't know. She's behind him. OK. So she hits him, knocks him out, ties him up, burns his jeans. <laughs> Like, puts his jeans in the fireplace. <laughs> so he's just wearing his little boxer, his little striped boxer shorts. Oh, my God. It's very funny that she burns his jeans. It's really funny. Well, it makes you... Th- I guess she knew he was going to get free. Did she? They weren't leaving him there to die. I guess not. And I have a question. Because the ants... I know that they said there's no such thing as cannibal ants, but they were biting him. Ants do bite, but they're not eating you. They were just biting him just biting because him. he was covered in honey. Because he was covered in honey. You've been bit she, by an ant. It's, it happens. It hurts. It does hurt. And and being covered in honey and having them all over. That, this, <laughs> when they were going in his honestly, nose. Honestly, it was like grosser than some of like the real Fear Street shit. Like, yeah, I know. The, so the, she pours honey all over his body. Yeah. His naked body. Or he's wearing boxer shorts, but everywhere else is naked. Pours it all over him and then covers him in ants. And he can feel them biting in his nose, on his eyelids, I know. in his ears. In his ears. I was actually quite disgusted by that. It's really bad. That was that was pretty gross. And That's like just a like legit all... nightmare that I have is ants yeah. crawling all up in my orifice. Ew, 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 ew. Ugh. Horrible. The other day, I found a tiny caterpillar on my computer. Just like living its life? <laughs> it was just like on my computer. While it was on my lap, I was freaked out. I was like, am I covered in caterpillars? That's weird. I know. And then I tried to take it outside and then I dropped it and I don't know where it went. How big was it? Really small. It was like waving its little arms around. Aww, that's cute. But also. <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? You well, don't live so outside? What I, I know. Well, what I have been doing is I've been I leave my door open okay. um, on the balcony and I, I do have a screen thing, but right. the cats go in and out. Yeah. So maybe they brought it in or something. Yeah, maybe. Because they do bring in things sometimes. Yeah, little presents. Little presents. And so maybe that was a present and I didn't know. Maybe. But it was alive. Yeah. Usually the presents are dead. 
maybe this present was riding on the back of another present. <laughs> it's like a little caterpillar on the back of a dead fly. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, oh, right. So he's covered in ants. That was so, and also like you can't really get them off of you because you're covered in honey. Right. And he's tied up. Ugh. So he, but then when he tries the knots, they're pretty easy for him to, to break. That's true. So yeah. he breaks three, three of all the knots. He doesn't do what I would do, mm. which is get a shower in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would get a quick shower in. <laughs> Even if it meant that I had to leave like in a dirty boxer shorts or something, like I don't care. I'm, I'm getting under some fresh spray of water as soon as yeah. humanly possible. Honestly, what I would do, even if I didn't, I okay, first I would fish those burnt ass jeans out. <laughs> the ashes of your jeans? Yeah. <laughs> I would get the ashes of my jeans. I would take a shower. I would take off my fucking underwear, which is also yeah. honey ants all over. Mm-hmm. I would wash the underwear in Perfect. the sink too. I would like, everything would be washed. Yes. And- if if the underwear is a lost cause, then it's not going back on my body. Right. I'm putting those ash jeans on me. Mm-hmm. Something. Or I'm wrapping a blanket around me or something. There's got to be something in this cabin. Something. And when he goes out of the cabin, is that when... Yeah, he runs into Melanie. <laughs> yeah. Not suspicious at all, Mel. No. And she's like, whoa. Um, What does she say? She's like... Wait, why does she say she's there? What's her excuse? Because when things get squirrely with Jenilyn, right, she goes to the cabin, right, and he's like, "You knew, you knew that Jenilyn was like." At this point, does he know if Jenilyn is a triplet or is he believes like, Jenilyn she- is a crazy triplet? Okay, so he's like, "You knew about Jenilyn." Oh, because Jenilyn's she- saying like, "I'm going to destroy you because you're something that makes my sisters happy," right? And I don't want my sisters to be happy, right? And he's like, so you knew about Jenilyn and um, Mel- Melanie or Melody? Melanie. I think it's Melanie. We've been calling Melanie. her Melanie. Yeah, I think it's Melanie. Melanie's like, she's like, I couldn't tell you. She's like, why don't we go back? No, they're gonna just they're deciding whether to go to the hospital first or oh for him. Yeah, because he's been bitten by a hundred thousand ants, cannibal ants, cannibal ants. Um, and so they decide to go instead to Bree and Samantha's house to check to make sure they're okay. That's right, because because Jenilyn's on the loose. Yes. And so they get to the house and weird, all the girls from school are there. And you were there. And you were there. <laughs> they're all there. And um he's like still like a mess. Yes, and very upset. He's very upset and he's like uh, Jenilyn, like, is she real or not? Or like, so I don't even know what he says. He talks to the dad and he's like, <laughs> I just escaped from Jenilyn. And the dad's like, I don't know who that is. And he's like, no, your third daughter. And he's like, I don't have three daughters. I have two daughters. They're twins. Oh my God. And then this part, I laughed so hard. He's like, she covered me in cannibal ants. And he's like, those aren't real. <laughs> I'm like, okay, scientist dad. Like, what do you know about it? cannibal ants? He knows they're not real. He knows they ain't real. He knows more than stupid Bobby Well, he does. also knows his kid's been dating both his daughters, making out with them all over town. I know. He's like, honestly, you deserve what you had coming to you. Yes. Uh, um, so then he's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, well, then what the freaky? And they're like, well, you shouldn't have been such a cad. Mm-hmm. 
And he's like, huh. And then is it an epilogue? Then he goes back to school and he goes to go to the music room, but it turns out he doesn't have a band anymore. Oh, right. They all left him. They all left him. I mean, as they should have. Paul needed a better group of people to play with. Dude, he did. Because first of all, it seems like Bobby wasn't even that good. No. But just showboated a lot. Yep. And then Arnie's just a simp. Yep. Yeah. Paul had so, a, Paul Paul was the only good person in this story. Because Paul stayed out of the drama, first of all. Stayed out of the drama. He worked his job at McDonald's. That's right. He was just He practiced keyboard. He practiced he cared about keyboard. He was passionate. Yeah. Honestly, props to Paul. Um, props to Paul. And then I can't remember how the temporary tattoo gets revealed. He finds it. It's like in a slip of paper that's given to him somehow. How is oh, it given to him? Oh, that's right. Okay. That's okay. Sorry. Let me see if I can pull it up really quick. The end of the book, the one of the twins walk up to him and hand them an envelope. And on the outside of the envelope, oh, right. It says <laughs> on the outside. Okay. So Bobby raised the envelope and quickly read the handwritten message on the back. Twin sisters don't have secrets. We both knew everything from the very start. Bye. <laughs> bye. Brian's bye. <laughs> so they wrote bye on the handwritten note on the outside of the envelope. And then they said, bye. They waved to him bye. and disappeared around the corner. Bobby sighed and tore open the envelope. Inside, he found a small paper temporary tattoo, a blue butterfly. Wait, so they wrote that entire thing on the outside of on the, the envelope? On the outside of the envelope. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> I guess they wanted to make sure he read it. Oh, shoot. We skipped one of the tortures. What? Oh, the It was monkey. upsetting. So I he, was scared for a moment. So on the outside of his locker is a sign that says, this is what you're like on the inside. Yeah. And he opens it up and it, they're inside of his locker is covered in blood. And there's a monk and smells. And there's a monkey head at the floor. I know. And he's like, oh, my God, Wayne slash Garth. But it's a plastic. But then why does it stink? I don't know why it stinks. It's really upsetting, though, when you think that that one of those monkeys got killed. I feel like R.L. Stein does this a lot where he'll be like, most horrifying thing you've ever heard in this person's locker. Oh, it was just a toy. And I'm like, how did they think? That that was real, like yeah. How could he have found a perfect replica toy, or how could they have found the girls a perfect replica toy of his monkey, and then like had the head cut off, and then made it stinky, and like put it in his locker? I don't know, man. Questions unanswered. Yeah. Well, and it also doesn't raise the stakes. Not at all. That like. Because they went, it wasn't from, a heightening sla- from. They, yeah, they slash his tires. Then they mm-hmm. light. Then they electrocute him. That's pretty high. Then they put a fake toy in his locker. Yeah, that's down. That's down. And then they cover him in. And then sh- ants shoot way up with the covered in ants. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Ugh, ugh, ugh. I mean, he was cocky and he was mean to the girls. I mean, he deserved some kind of punishment. Um, and I was happy that he was punished. Yes. And I and I was happy that like it was a punishment engineered by these girls, but I did wish that there were actual stakes. Like I did wish that like because it's Fear Street, this this feels so goosebumps because no one yeah. was ever except for when he gets electrocuted, n- no one was ever really. You know what's funny? 
because I'm talking about this like I'm like that's not even that bad but like I guess I'm looking at it through like Fear Street goggles because like if someone did that in real life I would be like get these people committed like that is so like that is so evil to do to someone but again this is Fear Street people should be dying like yes you can't have like people's faces getting like uh what's it called sledded off right in the same world as like oh we're putting a toy monkey in your no they should have killed the monkey yeah they should have killed the monkey they should have and then yeah. maybe even he should have had maybe the whole school should have seen him covered in bites yeah and i think maybe he should have been so scared or something or like whatever like while he's driving or something that he like kill someone or something like there needs to be or he should have gotten death. caught shoplifting yeah and that was the other thing he doesn't even get caught shoplifting it's like a fake out with the security guard yeah. who's just like stop running well then they go they go shoplifting again and then this is when she makes him steal that like bracelet or necklace yeah. or something for her or try to it. steal it and a, an alarm goes off yeah and then he runs anyway right he runs anyway he gets away with it he gets away yeah <sighs> So that's the other thing. I think his life should have been ruined. And I do think that the ants thing certainly fucks him up mentally. But like, I think his life by the end of this should have been completely ruined. Yes. Just for Fear Street's sake, you know. Or I wish we had seen like that he doesn't, the girls don't talk to him anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like it could have had an ending. Like, have you seen the movie? um... John Tucker Must Die. No. uh, Shit. I'm sorry that I forgot the name of this. Um, Who's in it? Uh, Bradley Cooper, uh, Kate Blanchett. Um, he's yes. Oh, um, uh, Nightmare Alley. Yes, Nightmare Alley. Okay. Yes. You have a Nightmare Alley ending. He becomes yes. the geek. Yes, dude. If you have not seen Nightmare Alley, I love that movie. It's so. Good. I think the thing that like makes this movie a perfect movie is that final shot. Mm-hmm. I. It's so beautiful. What a stunning! Movie. I love that movie. It's really good. It is so good. And I feel like nobody talked about it. No, I think it got nominated for some things Oscar wise and stuff, but it should be more. Yeah. Part of the cultural conversation. Because it's so good. It's really I mean, it's dark. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't make you feel good about like the human condition. Do you want to hear something? Do you want to hear a funny thing? Maybe you knew this. Um, uh, Our friend Colin was telling Mm -hmm. me that um, he went to go see that movie. Uh, with uh, his girlfriend and she like they left the movie and he's like wow I love that movie and she's like Ugh, it was so predictable I knew everything that was going to happen and he was like really and she was like yeah and then later she realized that she had seen the original <laughs> <laughs> and was like oh that's why it was so predictable <laughs> isn't that funny that is really funny oh my god <laughs> Te- everything it was telegraphed it was like I remembered it <laughs> it's like I like I'd seen it before. Oh, I did. Oh, I that is really funny. Yeah. I do feel like the movie is good. Not that this is a movie review podcast of Nightmare Alley, but No, no. We go on so many tangents. I talked about Milf Island the other day. <laughs> it's it's just it does feel inevitable. Like the twists and turns yeah. of it feel like it was all leading you to where you get to. Yeah, so I don't like, think it's about the twist. It's, it's about not, the yeah. journey. But the journey like is cohesive. Like it gets you there. Yeah. Um, it's so, and it's so like satisfying to see it. Yes. Cause like I knew he was going to end up being a geek. Yeah. Like I think 
the moment I for sure knew was when he, oh, he goes to, uh, when he goes to like lunch or something with the mm-hmm. carnival owner. Yeah. And he's so disgusted by that guy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and he, the whole time he's like, I don't drink, I don't drink, I don't drink. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, he's gonna, like part of his fall is he's gonna end up yeah. to be that guy. And, and it happened and it felt really good to see that happen. Totally. Mm-hmm. And really good performances by everyone too. Mm-hmm. And I just love like parlor tricks. Like, yeah. um, what is that called? Close up magic. <laughs> no, like, um, uh, like, <laughs> like, um, mentalist like, stuff. Yes. Yes. Yeah, like when someone stuff. does like psychic damage on people <laughs> and like manipulates them and stuff. I like that. Con men. Con men is what you Con like. men. Con men. Charlatans. Like, yes. Yes. Like like the Darren Brown things, which I've talked about on this podcast a like, million times. Love, you like mental manipulation. I like to see someone be like, I'm going to ruin this person's life <laughs> forever and make them like never be certain of who they are ever again. I like that. I mean, I don't think it's good, like good for the world to do it, but I think it's good TV. Yeah, it's good. TV. Um, But I like and, and so because a lot of that movie is about that, mm-hmm. I, I just feel like so many of the themes are so spot on. Like it is. I think maybe that is one of my favorite movies like that I've seen in the past 10 years. Yeah, it's really good. It's really, really good. And it's Guillermo del Toro, isn't it? Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. I have yet to see it in because don't they have a black and white version of it? Oh, I don't know. I've he- I heard it's very stunning in black and white. OK, I could see that. It was beautiful. The production design was amazing. Have you watched so Pinocchio? <gasps> yes. Oh, so my good. God. It's so good. I cried. Did you yeah, cry? Of course. It was I'm so beautiful. Cry, yeah, it was beautiful. That's true. I mean, I'm an easy cry when it comes to things I watch, I guess. I'm an easy um, cry. I, books make me cry. Mm hmm. I mm-hmm. cried anything. Yeah. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio was very, very good. If you guys haven't seen it, you should see it. It's like, it's just, it was so, be- and the songs rip, dude. Yeah, the songs are really good. I mean, again, performances were fantastic. So good. What's his name is um, Jiminy Cricket? Ewan yeah, McGregor? Yeah, he was so good. He was, And the kid that did Pinocchio was so good. Totally. Really, really good. And then Tom Hanks's Geppetto was so good. <laughs> <laughs> what if I was just confused? <laughs> And Polly Shore's Pinocchio was so good. <laughs> I'm a real boy. <laughs> Father, where are we going? There's so much to do. <laughs> I, I, have you seen that one? No. I'm never going to watch that. <laughs> You're not? Is that going to be our new Suicide Squad? No. No. <laughs> Please. No. All right. Never mind. We're not going on vacation together ever again. Because <laughs> I will avoid. This we're gonna side squatting of Pinocchio. All, we're gonna go all the way to Hawaii for me to lock you in a room no. and make you watch there, the Polly Shore Pinocchio. I, I don't even hate Polly Shore. And there was a time, yeah, where I liked Polly Shore. I don't even. I don't. When did you like him? What was he doing? Because I, I don't. Man, son-in-law. Okay, yeah. Um, he has a small part in Goofy movie. <laughs> yeah, he does. These are like movies I actually like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. after Son in Law, he did like Biodome and In the Army Now. Was not as into those, right? But like Encino Man, I like that movie. Yeah. Why? Why? Why did he voice Pinocchio? Money. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> 
<laughs> not why did he do it? I mean, why did they cast him? Maybe I also the know. money because he was cheap. <laughs> Maybe he was like cheap and recognizable. Yeah, they're like probably sure that's a name. I don't know. It was a choice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I skipped that Pinocchio and I skipped the Tom Hanks Pinocchio. As did I. I only saw the Guillermo del Toro one. The Disney live actions are pretty much useless. Yeah, I don't like them. And I don't, I feel, I think they're quite, this is going to sound really bad, but they feel very soulless to me. Mm-hmm. And like, don't seem to understand like what people, like the magic of, the magic of Disney stuff, like yeah. the animated ones. Like, oh, and this is like sort of related, but not because it's still animated. But um, on our Patreon, Lindsay and I covered Beauty and the Beast Enchanted Christmas. Okay. Which is horrible, mm-hmm. like extremely bad. Like, do you know anything about this movie? I don't. It takes place between supposedly while she's there. Okay. So that way you get to have Mrs. Potts. and Yeah. But the events are so unforgivable so it's on like the beast the montage part. of something there that wasn't there before if you like extended that montage yes okay yes but it's like so poorly done and the music is so bad and so because of because it's so bad it raises all these questions about like the movie and about like mm-hmm. the magic and the ethics of the like it's like how many servants does he have and like why can some of them talk and some of them can't like it, it's very yeah well, and it's one of those. The big question to me is the aging. The question yeah. of do they age or do they not age? Yeah. It's because, not answered. Yeah. If they don't age, then Chip has been a six year old boy for 20 years or 10 years. Also, Chip doesn't know what Christmas is. <laughs> he's a he's lived more than one. Oh, because they don't celebrate Christmas. I guess that's telling us that he was born a chip. He was born a cup. Well, that's that well, means Miss Potts gave birth to a cup. <laughs> that's just as wild. a teapot. As a teapot, where did he come out? The spout. The spout. <laughs> it was a tiny little cup coming out the spout. <laughs> also, like he, like at the beginning, and I know you can listen to the whole thing on Patreon, but like at the beginning of that movie, they're like nowadays or not nowadays. <laughs> nowadays they're like after he's now a prince and they're free from the spell the movie starts with that and they're like remember last christmas what happened and chip's like what happened i don't know and i'm like how do you not know you're like you were there very strange 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 movie very very bad i really don't suggest watching it it's really bad um i here's the thing i'm a huge beauty and the beast fan i love beauty and the beast and love it never been tempted so, yeah, I don't even think I've seen the whole Emma Watson version. Neither have I. I've parts. seen I've seen clips of the Beast's song where he's like <laughs> running around <laughs> singing <laughs> because that is an original piece. Correct. I believe so. I don't even mm. think it's in the stage show because that's the other thing is I feel like I, I've seen the stage show. I feel like they could have adapted the stage show instead of doing a live action remake of the animated version. Yeah. Because I've never watched an animated sequence and been like, I wish I could see real people do that. Because there's something so magical about both the style of animation and like the songs. And while the Beauty and the Beast live action remake did have songs, 
But there's things like Lion King, right? Lion King did not have songs, did it? No, it did. It did? Beyonce was like the lead, was Nala. I thought she was just talking. <laughs> I think the Lion King had songs. It probably did. Oh, Mulan doesn't have songs. Mulan does not have songs. But Mulan is what I would have thought I wanted. I know. But then they changed it, didn't do the songs, which like, how are you going to take out I'll Make a Man Out of You? It's, I, I'm singing it right now in my head. I love it. I know. And then how are you going to take out Lee Shang and her having a romance? Because he's so hot. He's so hot. He's like top, top five Disney princes, TBH. He's definitely top five. I'm trying to think who's hotter. I mean, Eric is Eric. more of a model. Yeah, I would say Eric is, he is like, like really hotter. No, he's not hot. He's pretty. He's, he's pretty and he's dumb. And very dumb. And he's not a very good list. Like, no. <laughs> the fact that no. the whole r- romance with Ariel is weak sauce. Yeah, it is pretty weak. I loved Little Mermaid too. Oh yeah, I loved it. As a kid. Obsessed. I loved it. Although I was like, why does she want to like be a human? Like I didn't get, I was like yeah. being a mermaid's way cooler. Cause I didn't understand like, like at the time I didn't understand romance. Right. So I was just like, she gets to hang out with her cool dad and be in the ocean all the time. Well, and that's the thing that used to frustrate me about little mermaid is cause I bought her obsession with human stuff. Cause I also yeah. like stuff. So yeah. I was like, I, I me was too. into thingamabobs and her little museum. Right. Of I loved human her grotto. Stuff. But yes. I, but she loses all of her interest in hum- in the stuff and like her old passions when she falls in love with Eric. And then it's just and about falling in love with him. Whereas she should yes. be like exploring the human world, like yeah. checking stuff out, walking yeah. around on those feet, doing it. I know. And the other thing that really sucks about the and, and again, that was another one of those movies that is carried by the music, I think. Yeah. And just like the beauty of the world and all that, because her and Eric have a nothing relationship. Like he is not, I think Disney improved its relationships, you know, like I think like Rapunzel or yeah. right? Tangled, or, yeah. Tangled, like their relationship is like something. Frozen, um, I think they did a good job. Frozen, excellent job. Um, What was the one we were just talking about? Milan. Oh, Mulan, yeah. yeah. Like there is like this kind of relationship thing there. Like, yes. The other stuff, it's like w- with Ariel, she sees him and she's like, wow, he's attractive. And that's it. And she it likes just, watching him play with his dog. Right. He plays with his dog, which I guess, I mean, his dog's very cute. His dog is really cute. But otherwise, I don't know. I'm just like, I don't, yeah. nowadays, I don't think I buy it. No, but think of it in the context of Disney relationships. Because think of like Cinderella. Yeah, or they Sleeping just, Beauty. They just like hung out for 15 minutes at a ball. I know. Danced a couple times. And like, times, what could they have talked about? Yeah. So um, this I, is love. <laughs> um, so we also covered Cinderella Twist Through Time. Which Cinderella is an excellent 4. film. Excellent film. So funny. It like, And that gives the prince some characterization. Yes, and he yes. is funny. And he is right. like, I'm like, oh, I see why Cinderella fell in love with you. Like, you are funny and right. smart and whatever. Um. And Anastasia, I love that movie. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. You should. It's a comfort movie. It is. Um, but like Sleeping Beauty, they never even meet. He kisses her. Mm-hmm. And then they're in love? Huh? I guess magic? Magic. And and the whole like meant to be soulmate thing. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> LH, no, no, no. No, no, no. Um, yeah, I mean, 
And even Beauty and the Beast, like he's got some, he needs therapy. He does. And here's, I do really love Beauty and the Beast. And so I overlook his behavior. Yeah. Because the music is so good and like it, 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 it just lets me glaze yeah. over it, you know? Right. But, but in um, Beauty and the Beast Enchanted Christmas, he is unforgivable. He is completely unforgivable. And the fact that she ends up with him, like it, it makes the, the movie problematic like it makes the first movie problematic yeah even though i know people already are like she was his prisoner blah blah, blah. i'm like i know i know i know i know i know she was a volunteer she volunteered <laughs> her dad was a prisoner her dad was the prisoner yeah yeah but she- then she becomes an actual prisoner in enchanted this is what i'm saying she was an actual yeah. prisoner because she tried to leave because she was her. getting him a christmas tree and he locks her in a towel <laughs> I don't want to watch it. I feel like it will ruin my, my love. It ruins movie. Beauty and the Beast. It really does. All right, I don't need anything to ruin it. Yeah. Um, okay, so hotter. Okay, so Eric is like pretty. I think Li Shang might be hottest. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Or Shang Li. When you said. Shang Li or Li Shang? When you said Li Shang before, I, I thought that was right. You felt it. But maybe. Hey, Siri, what is Mulan's boyfriend's name? <laughs> <laughs> Mulan is currently single and not dating anyone. <laughs> So that means he's available. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, uh, hey, Siri, what is the name of the guy in Mulan? They're good. She's not answering me. Okay, I'm going to say Mulan. I think character. if you Google Mulan boyfriend, they will remember, they'll know that she, she has a boyfriend. Lee Shang. Yeah, Lee Shang. So yeah, he might be the hottest. Though I will say there is something about our boy Aladdin. Dude, Aladdin's hot. He's pretty hot. He's, he's that saucy around. little vest. He can jump around. He can, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's got skills. He's got no. sass. He's got like little jokes that he makes. I know. People. I know. And he's got that interesting belt. He's got a great <laughs> belt. He's got dirty little feet, but we won't look at those. <laughs> he has completely dirty feet, but he's got, he, I remember think, having a huge crush on Aladdin. Yeah, I was he's like, yo. Crushable. He's very cute. Okay, he's up there. I would also say, honestly, the guy from Tangled, I thought, is really hot. I don't like his look that much, but his personality. His personality is great. Flynn. Flynn. Um, Flynn Wait Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Crossover jokes. Um, uh, Flynn Ryder, I think, is his name. Yes. Um, And then I think he's not hot, but Kristoff from Frozen is a good boyfriend. I think he's cute. I think he's cute. You know who's... But he isn't hot. He wouldn't win the hottest competition. You know who's dump truck ugly? Who? <laughs> uh, the prince from... Um, um, is A Shrek it? of Notre Dame? <laughs> <laughs> he's not cute. I want to pee my pants. <laughs> from um fucking uh, either sleeping beauty or oh snow white maybe the guy with he has horrible hair it's like a little cap <laughs> it's like i think you're thinking of snow white because cinderella guy has a good swoop oh yeah he's a quaff he no no, a no quaff. this guy is a little like hat yeah, it's, hair it's like hat hair yeah that's no way but they were it was 1930 <laughs> they didn't know how to draw hair yet 
<laughs> yeah, because um, because actually, Sleeping Beauty is has like a nice like feathery. She has good hair. No, Sleeping she has some of the best hair. Sleeping Beauty's boyfriend, Sleeping Beauty's husband, hair. Oh, her yeah. Prince Charming. Yeah, he does have good hair. He's actually, got pretty good hair. Um, yeah, Snow White's hus- boyfriend husband. <laughs> I guess I think it married. I think I think that's the yeah. That his hair is horrible. It is seriously a stupid little hat. It is really bad, and it's like too black. Here's the thing: it makes you think that he is starting to go gray because it's like <laughs> yeah. that black that when men dye their hair black and it's just like too black. Yeah, it's like a line across yeah. his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He doesn't make top five hottest. No, no, no. Horrible. I mean, t- Teen Simba. Teen Simba super hot. We've talked about that. How mouthy, how mouthy. Wait, you know who is hot is the guy from Atlantis, the one with the glasses. Milo. Milo. Hot, yeah, hot, 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 hot. Very hot. Um, but isn't everyone hot in that movie? I feel like everybody's hot. Oh my in god, Atlantis. the wo- the girl in that movie is like next level hot. Yeah, yeah. And there's like a lot of hot girls in that, right? Like yeah. there's like a, a a mechanic girl, and then there's that tall captain mm-hmm. person. Yeah. Yeah. But that was like during the dark period of Disney, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they kind of like buried that movie. Ooh, you know who were really hot, but it was not a Disney movie? Road to El Dorado, those guys. Yes, those are hot people. Because they're funny. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. They, they have to be funny for me. I think the humor is important. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think of 80s Disney princes, but they're all animals. Black Cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> That little thing in Black Cauldron. I was like, rescuers down under. <laughs> now, here's the thing. If we're talking about, like, best boyfriends, like, Mr. Rescuer. Oh, yeah. He's he a great will, husband. He will follow her into hell. He's the best. But hottest? No. No, no he's not hot. Ew. He's so, like, dorky. He's a dork. Yeah. And not in, like, a sexy way. Um, Same thing, I feel like, with Roger. Would I date Roger from Who's Roger? From 101 Dalmatians. Oh, he's hot. Da- hot? I think he's hot. Well, he does have a sense of hot. humor. He has, and he plays but piano. I, but again, great husband. Great husband material. I would date Roger. But yeah. would I would I think he's hotter than Lee Shang? Right. Or no. Pongo? Bobby wishes he was in this conversation. <laughs> he does. He doesn't even place. He doesn't even place. Though I was picturing play. him as a Zach Morris type. Yeah, I was too. I was definitely picturing him as Zach Morris. Um, but yeah. Or you know what? He's kind of. He's not really like this character, but this uh, this book bu- this book reminded me of. Do you remember mm. that? Did you watch Boy Meets World? Were you thinking of Zach Morris as trash? No, I was thinking of the show Boy Meets World. There's an episode that's a Halloween episode where all of a sudden the show, which is a, it's a sitcom and it's still shot yeah. on camera or whatever, but they make it like a horror movie, like someone's stalking really? them, he's going to murder them. And it turns out that it's all these ex-girlfriends of Sean who are doing Whoa, it to, really? yeah, to like, to, to torment, because he started dating Angela, which Angela's the first girl he treats like well, mm-hmm. um, because he really likes her, but all his ex-girlfriends get jealous and are like, you don't deserve a healthy relationship because you were horrible to us. So they stalk him. And so the episode is a sitcom, but it's like a slasher sitcom. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I never saw that. I wonder if R.L. Stein saw it before he wrote this Maybe. Book. Maybe. We'd have to triangulate the, <laughs> yeah, the timeline. I don't, know, I don't know the timeline. Um, I mean, I'm sure. I don't doubt that he was. He would lift heavily from other things. 
or that the Boy Meets World cast, or not cast, I can't believe the cast. <laughs> the cast would make up the every episode. <laughs> That's how it worked on that show. The cast oh would God. sit together. They called it a table read. They would sit around and they would just <laughs> pitch ideas. They would just pitch it out improv, do the whole, to the whole oh episode. My God. When I was really little, I didn't know that people wrote TV or movies. I just really had no idea how movies were made or anything. Like when I was really small, I want to yeah. say like four or five, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew they weren't real and I knew they were actors, but like I didn't, I didn't know how it happened. I don't know that I understood that the words they were saying were exactly the words that were written down. Yeah. I didn't know that. Like I, I felt like I knew that they knew what was happening. <laughs> like in their heads, like about what the story would be. Yeah. Like what the story mm-hmm. was. But I don't know that I knew that they, that somebody wrote out every single word. Yeah. You know, I hear Knock of the Cabin's good. I, I tried to go see it and all my friends left. Town. Oh my God. I will go. I said, I will I said go let's see it with go you. see this on this specific one night only. One night only offer. And all my friends were like, well, no. First, all my friends said, sure, yep. sounds good. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then we were picking a, a showing to see it. Mm-hmm. And then all my, all my friends said, sorry, I got other plans. Here's what I'll tell you. My calendar doesn't work. Two of the three people said, oh, no, my calendar won't work. The third person said nothing. Said nothing, just laid in the cut. Just and then waited was like, for the plants to dissolve. And then said, there was nothing I could do. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I would go see that movie. I want to see it. Let's see it. Um, so we're going to go see Knock at the Cabin. Are, you, are we inviting the listeners? Yeah, come come find us. Uh, look, Glendale. <laughs> Diamond Good luck. Cinemas. Good luck finding us at Look Glendale. <laughs> that place is a labyrinthine. Yes. And you, y- labyrinthine, like the teens? I don't know. A labyrinth? <laughs> I guess I was trying to say a labyrinth, but a labyrinthine is an adjective. Labyrinthine. Rabin- lab- <laughs> labyrinthine. It's yeah. a labyrinth. But it's then when maze. you said labyrinth, I thought you were doing a play on labyrinthine by saying labyrinthine because there are only teens work there. <laughs> So I yeah, thought you were doing like a I cool meant. thing. I yeah. was doing a really good pun. Um, so we're gonna do that. Come find us. Come find um, us. thank you so much, everybody, for listening. And dude, Ryan, thank you so much for talking about this. This was so much fun to talk about this silly book with you. It was. This was like I literally didn't know this was coming, and this was like what a treat! Ah, such a treat! My whole such a treat for me around. too. I didn't know that this was coming. I mean, I didn't know it was coming either. Clearly. <laughs> Um, and I wish that we could have done this in person, but um, I had toilets to take care of. And it's all fresh now. It's fresh now. So yippee for me. Um, but thank you so much, Ryan. Um, let everybody know where they can find you and uh, anything you'd like to plug. Yeah, I'm on all socials at Armogi. Um, and you can listen to the podcast that Kelly and I do with Patrick Ellers and Colin Morris called Same Day Shipping, uh, available wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, I was so shocked when you said Colin Morris and not Colin J. Morris. <gasps> I know. Because I, it, to me, it's like I he has indoctrinated me to call him but Colin J. I, Morris. sometimes he says the other. When? All right. I guess recently? I thought recently, but maybe I was not. not maybe Is I, he rebranding? Maybe I stopped listening in the middle of <laughs> words so every time he says jay you have a small dream yeah exactly (laughs) um so thank you so much ryan make sure you follow her on everything um you guys already do 
Uh, and um, next time we're going to be reading. Um, let me see actually what we're reading. I don't mind sharing it. Let's see. Next week we are covering. Ooh, Cat by R.L. Stein. Um, so that's going to be a fun one. Um, and thank you so much uh, to our Patreon listeners. Seriously, you are helping to keep me alive right now. Truly. Uh, Patreon.com slash Teen Creeps. Got a lot of really cool stuff there for you guys. Um, and a very special thank you to our Patreon producers. Thank you, Aaron Fernandez, Adam Howitt, Amanda Kay, Amy T, Ann Dwyer, Caitlin L., Carrie Ham, Charlie B, Courtney McPhail, Danielle Lamana, Danny B, Drew Oranis, Ellie Lagos, Emma, Emma M, Aaron B, Gabriela Santiago, Gwendolyn Ludovic, Hannah L, Jason H, Jeremy Cronk, Jeremy Goodfellow and Marco Pavlicich, Jesse T, Jessica Smith Harper, Jessica Yu, Jonathan Venable, Kat Miller, Katie Olsner, Keith Anderson, Kelly Burns, Carrie N, Coy, Landry Desmond, Larry Wynn, Laura Hooper, Megan Lozier, Melody, Micah Eunice, Miguel Camacho, Miranda Hester, Molly G, Molly Marks, Noah Spargo, Rachel C, Rashad Black, Randy Klett, Rebecca Goss, Robert F, Rogue Kalahua, Sasha Gibson, Shannon P, Sylvie T, Victoria Beck, Victoria Gray, and Whitney E. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate you. Um, thank you again to Ryan Mogi. Uh, you are a beautiful star in an otherwise bleak night. Uh, I really appreciate you. I really appreciate you. <laughs> and we appreciate all you guys. Talk to you next week. Until then, keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.